Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Social Review Podcast. I am, well, not your host for this week, Jasper at JasperCH underscore CH, even on Twitter. Um, This is our Open Labour Conference Roundup special recorded at Open Labour Conference last week. So it was um, Sunday the 26th of January. Uh, The last episode of the podcast up was me interviewing Steve Lapsley, who is on Open Labour's uh, National Executive Committee, about the impending conference and about uh, the Labour leadership election as a whole. Um, And this is going to be talking about what the conference was like and and our editorial team and friends key takeaway from it just a word of warning the audio quality is at points very bad and we do apologize for that but nonetheless um the takes uh, given by the various guests of this week's podcast uh, are really good and interesting to hear nonetheless so uh, apologies for the audio quality but uh very much worth a listen to nonetheless enjoy Okay, so this is the sort of social review after dark. It is, uh, we are currently in a pub, hence the background ambience that you guys will be listening to. Uh, Open Labour Conference has finished, the hostings have finished. So the motley crew of your beloved editors, as well as some other people, uh, will be here to give our takes on what happened. So we're going to begin with our fearless leader, Joe. Well, I think like, the, my takeaway from Open Labour Conference and Hustings has been how like energised I am after that. I think like most of the candidates gave like a really good account of themselves. Um, it was like super interesting to hear from everybody. Um, I don't know what else to say really. Is there a question, Pete, or are we just going freeform? Okay. Um, yeah, I thought Nandy was the most impressive leadership candidate. Um, and she'll probably get my first preference. Um, but yeah, I was really impressed and like energized by everybody, to be honest. Uh, I'm gonna pass over, because I've got nothing to say. <laughs> uh, I'm Tom, I'm one of the co-chairs of Open Labour. Um, I also feel kind of energized, but unlike a lot of people, I just feel dog-tired about all of the, uh, the organizing. Um, I had a, a good bit of fun at the start dealing with some uh, anti-Semitism issues, which was a great laugh. Um, once we got into the actual substance, it's such a wealth of talent, actually. Um, it, it's a real pleasure to be sat here looking at, you know, four really excellent people um, and, and suddenly feeling really optimistic about the Labour Party. And I've tried my best to feel optimistic before the general election. That was perhaps not the best plan. And um, now that that's passed, um, it was pretty horrible. It, it's good to feel upbeat again um, because any of these four people I'd be really happy with. Um, They've all got a good command of the detail, a bit of charisma and, and ideas for how, that we, how we win. Um, and I'm just really proud to have been uh, part of something that, that helps to bring all of this through. Hi, I'm Anisha. I'm on the Committee of Open Labour. So I thought today was a really great day um, generally, even though the beginning of the day started off with some crankiness um, from some audience members. I think the general reaction from the wider audience was really great. It shows that you know, open labor is opposed to anti-Semitism and anti-Semitism apologism and so on. Um, so I was heartened by the reaction of the audience to those people. And I thought our coaches handled that really well. Um, so shout out to Tom and Rachel for that. Um, I thought the, I was really impressed by the caliber of um, candidates today at the, um, for the deputy leadership contenders. I really liked, um, Dawn, Rosina, and Angela, um, and they'll probably like all get a preference from me. Um, and I'm pretty split between Nandi and Rebecca Long Bailey for leader. I thought both performed well. Nandi probably slightly better, 
Um, but yeah, generally I was impressed by the answers given. Um, and Bergen, I, I'm not a massive fan of his, but I don't think he was as bad as I thought he might have been at least. So that was something. Um, hi, I'm Michael Miller. I'm the campaigns officer for Open Labour. Um, I think the most common takeaway I heard from today was that um, most audience members would be happy with, with either of the three women that um, were standing for leader, which is a pretty exciting prospect because we, we haven't, not to bang on about unity all the time, it's a bit of a cliche, but um, it would be nice to have a party that's fairly unified um, going into the next five years. Um, and I was also impressed by how well a lot of the candidates spoke. There's no way on earth that I'm giving a preference to Ian Murray, but he was impressive, and so was Dr. Azina, and so was uh, Butler and Angela, and, and Richard was okay. Um, and yeah, to, to echo Anisha's comments, the reaction from the crowd at the anti-Semites that snuck in was, was really great, and so was the reaction um, when lots of the candidates um, were vocal about standing up for trans rights. Um, I think it shows the caliber of the kind of people that are in open labor. Um, and is hopefully reflective of the wider um, Labour membership on these issues. So, full disclosure, I'm doing this between sips and espresso martini, which I've been told is uh, very media of us, which is a first for, the, for us at the, uh, at the sock of you. But yeah, no, I, I think I kind of echo what everyone's been saying. Um, there'll be a couple of like five things we learned articles coming out, so you guys should definitely give those a read. But I, th I, I think the sort of key takeaway for me outside of what we sort of learned politically is that, um, it's, yeah, just the sort of energy that's come out of it. I think that, you know, there were a mo few moments, particularly at the start, where the cranks be cranking. Um, it was a Jason Statham film, as Hugh would no doubt say. It would be a crank high voltage. But the atmosphere in the room sort of didn't let that bother, didn't, you know, didn't, wasn't really affected by that. There was just this sort of real sense of we are here to, to have a very interesting and free and open discussion about ideas for how both the party and open labor goes forward. And I think on the whole, the interventions from the audience on both of those topics were really, really enlightening. And uh, hopefully we can do the members of open labor justice in our, in our write-ups of the event. So, hi, I'm Morgan. I'm one of the social review editors. Um, yeah, I think, as everyone has been saying, I think it was just a surprisingly positive day and occasions for weird amounts of hope and feeling of fondness for the future are few and far between in the Labour Party post the 12th of December, which was truly brutalising for all of us. Um, but yeah, I, I, it was interesting because it was, in fact, three. Uh, Keir Starmer sadly could not attend for family reasons. Um, but it was so that the result of that was that we had in the leadership debate three three female candidates, all of whom I thought performed exceptionally strongly, and it was, you know, I think they all gave actually the best performances that I have seen those individual candidates give. Um, particularly, I will say Emily Thornbury, who is not someone who I had planned to vote for, and also is still not someone who I plan to give my vote to. But I think he's representing her her position enormously strongly, and is also let's be real, just the fun candidate, like. Everyone kind of wants Emily Thornbury to be near the Labour Party. Like, even if they don't, they kind of do. Um, and so, I, yeah, so I thought they all, they were all enormously crediting, for my, crediting for themselves and they were, it was just a very positive day, which is uh, quite rare these days in the, the dark old, mean old times. 
Um, I thought the deputy leadership race was also similarly, similarly quite, yeah, cr- quite crediting. By the way, this is Sean talking. My takeaway from this is that the two candidates who I think people didn't necessarily know so much about, Lisa Nandy and uh, Ian Murray, nearly called me in Lavery because I've had a couple of pints to drink, for full disclosure. <laughs> we are in the pub, if you couldn't uh, work that out already. Um, I think Ian Murray and Lisa Nandy were the two strongest performers, and I think they genuinely impressed me um, because I hadn't necessarily heard of them. Uh, I think I'm definitely going to vote for Lisa Nandy uh, for leader. I think I'm still probably going to vote for Angela Rayner for deputy, uh, but apart from Richard Bergen, I could quite conceivably see myself putting any of the other candidates two, three, four in any order. Um, I'm Sarisha, uh, otherwise known as Milk Gapes on Twitter. Uh, give me a follow. Um, so, yeah, as I was saying, I don't really have as much to add because everyone's kind of explained this kind of perfectly, which is really annoying about going last, as Lisa and Andy did say in the, lead- in, in the leadership hustings. Um, I don't have a lot to say about the deputy leadership hustings because um, I am a Nandy fangirl and we decided to have a young young Labour for Nandy thing halfway through the deputy leadership elections. So, sorry, I can't really give much commentary on that. Um, Everyone's pretty good apart from Richard Bergen. I also had a nice conversation with Lisa Nandy about Taylor Swift. So, great day. Okay, so we've been going on for a while, but I'm going to close out by sort of going round and asking everyone in a sentence, in a sentence or less, what is everyone's hottest take or sort of like one thing that you've learned today you didn't expect from today's hostings in a sentence or less. So mine would be, I'll start off, that I think that Emily Thornbury is basically what Jess Phillips tried to be. I think if you're a moderate, and you're saying what we want is a great orator, you should be going for Thornbury. And if you, what you wanted was a great policymaker on a moderate side, you should have nominated McGovern. And I, 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 I basically think sort of out of the wreckage of, uh, of Jess Phillips' campaign, as Julia puts it in our live blog, the Hindenbab disaster, I, I basically think that, you know, given how well Emily Thornbury's acquitted herself, that is something really worth taking into consideration. That was more than a sentence, if everyone else can do it, in a sentence or less. Uh, I think uh, Emily Thornbury is running the campaign that people think Keir Starmer's running. Oh, fuck. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I like all the candidates, and... (laughs) I'm glad they tried really hard today. <laughs> that was Joe with the most social review slash soft left sentence anyone's ever said. They all tried very hard. I gave them all a star. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I agree with the Emily Thornbury take. <laughs> and that was going to be my take. That's our fearless leader Joe, yet again accusing Scousers of being thieves. For me, the soft left, broadly defined, is basically where the politics in the Labour Party are centred at the moment. I think today showed that all of the things that all of those candidates were saying were about stuff that uh, Social Review's been saying, stuff that Open Labour's been saying. It's broken through in the press, it's there in the public. Um, do I need to say my name again? My hot take is that Dawn Butler is the best dressed of all the candidates in her hot pink suit today. Having looked at Andrew Rayner's Doc Martens, I'm going to have to disagree with that one. My hot take is that I think 
all of the candidates, almost all of the candidates are introducing something new to the leadership race. So I think you've got kind of the, I, de I defend the Labour manifesto from Rebecca Long-Bailey. You've got the I'm competent and electable uh, from Keir Starmer. And you've got from Lisa Nandy, this like, I've got integrity, I'm relatable. And the thing with Emily Thornbury is she ticks all of those boxes to somewhat, but she's not introducing a new thing that other candidates have to step up to. And I think that's why she's currently the weakest candidate. Uh, my actual hot take is that uh, Emily Formbury needs to be on the ballot just because I think she brings something to the hustings today, which was like fun and there was a lot of energy. And um, yeah, I think she should be on the ballot just because it, it adds something to the leadership contest. As a goth, um, I will be voting for Angela Rayner, and I just think there's very little representation for goths in Parliament. Um, it's something that people don't talk about enough. She was wearing some absolutely banging Doc Martens today. Her her outfits are always great, and it's just like where are the yeah where are the goths in politics? Angela Rayner will represent us. Well, that's what you get on the Social Review podcast: goth representation. I just want to say thank you so much to Open Labour uh, for taking us on uh, the social review as a media partner for their conference uh it was uh, an enormously exciting uh, experience for everyone and uh i know that everyone in the editorial team had a really really good time at conference and as you can tell uh from the podcast everyone was really excited and you know there was there was a real air of positivity and hope um for the future um for the labor party which is always a good thing thank you so much for listening we will have more exciting episodes coming your way very soon all right have a good day bye-bye